Yo, what's good? My name is Reginald, aka the R Star, aka Miss Straight Fire, and this is Unabashedly Ready's breakdown analysis to Jordan Lucas verse on Lucky Girl. You. Fuck you too. Y'all gotta move. Give me the juice. Back on my bullshit, my back to the wall, turn my back on you wall and you finish. I ain't no gangster, but I got some bangers, some chains and some blazing, a couple of nines. Choppers and jimmies, a partridge of petri, my 20s and crispies was nothing but lies. Never the better the level, I've been the ghetto to ghetto, looking for something I probably can never find now. Shake it relevant till the beat die down. The truth nigga just really want me tied down. I've been alone. Before we start, if you enjoyed this video, give it a like and subscribe to my channel if you haven't already done so. As always, check the description to find time codes to skip to a specific part of the breakdown. And if you like an audio only version, check out my SoundCloud page, which you can find also a link of in the description. Now, maybe some of you expected me to do one video with both Jorner and M's verses, but I want to do them separately for two reasons. One, I wanted to give Jorna his own shine because he deserves it. And two, it's been a couple of weeks since I released a video and I didn't want to make you guys wait longer for new content. The Eminem verse video should come in the next two weeks. Although I'm still expecting a new verse from Eminem pretty soon from that bodied soundtrack, especially with a few bars of his verse leaking, so that could change my schedule. Lucky You was released on August 31st, 2018, and it is the third song of Eminem's Kamikaze album. It is produced by Boy Wanda and Jahan Sweet, with additional production from Illa the producer. It is the first collaboration between Eminem and Jorna Lucas, a collaboration that I expected to happen because, as you will see, Jorna's writing in terms of rhyme is very similar to M's, and he had mentioned M as a big influence. Plus, Eminem had shouted him out in a couple interviews. The concept of the song is the contrast between an underdog and an underappreciated artist climbing up the ladder of success, that would be Jorna and an artist who's already tasted victory and achieved success but feel underappreciated as well. That would be Eminem. So that's where the title comes from. Actually, you could say that Jordan's part is titled Lucky You and M's part should be titled Lucky Me. Lucky you is an expression that is used to express envy at someone else's good fortune. Not saying that Jordan is hating, but it's more a case of feeling that a lot of successful rappers today don't really deserve it because of their lack of skills, for example, mobile rappers. And lucky me can be said when you genuinely feel lucky, but also in a sarcastic or ironic tone when some things aren't going your way. But that part I'll explore more in my Eminem video. I'm not going to break down the intro, but it's in the intro that Jordan establishes that sentiment of envy tied to the Lucky You title, where he talks about wanting Grammys and saying that it is his time to shine now. Now this verse is pretty nice. It's not focused on amazing wordplays and metaphors, but more about the melody he creates with the words, which he does through his rhyming schemes, his rhyme placements relative to the drums, a lot of consonances, which is a repetition of consonant sounds, and of course, he creates a melody with his delivery. My main criticism is that one section of his verse that had subpar similes and analogies. When I get to it, I'll give you my reasoning for disliking it. Another issue, which is more minor, is that the verse is similar in structure and also in content to his Gucci Gang remix, which you should check the breakdown I did for it. So what is to be admired is the technical aspect of Jordan's writing. He's very precise the way he crafts his rhyming pattern. So you could say that when it comes to his verses, he's very methodical when he slaughters them. <laughs> now let me know if you got that Eminem reference in the comments below. And now on to the breakdown. Let's look at the first four bars. What I like about it and most of the song is the very structured rhyming pattern. In those bars, you have the repetition of the word back and the act sound on almost every first, second, and third beat of each bar. And the fourth beat, you have the end rhyme. Plus, three of the four lines have exactly the same number of syllables. That very structured style is something that Eminem was doing a lot in his first few albums, whereas now the rhyming is not always tied to the beats of the bar, and the number of syllables in each line can vary a lot from one to another. But now back to Joyner, let's check this verse out. Back on my bullshit, my back to the wall, to my back on you, all that you finished. Back to these bullets, it's back to the job, pull my Mac out and all of you running. 
Back on my hood shit, it's back to the pushing these packs and I'm actually pumping. Can fuck with you rappers, you practically sucking, you might have went platinum, but that don't mean nothing. Again, like I said, those first three lines all have 20 syllables and can be divided in five syllable chunks. If you look at the first two bars again, let's count them out. Back on my bullshit, my back to the wall, turn my back on you, all of you finished. Back to these bullets, it's back to the job, pull my Mac out, and all of you running. I think that really sums up his style. Although this is not a storytelling verse, but his ability to be so technical but still get his point across is remarkable. Let's analyze those lines. When he says back on my bullshit, that bullshit he's talking about is some street stuff. That's why he talks about firing bullets at his enemies. Mac is short for Mac 11, which is a type of submachine gun. If you didn't know, Mac 11 stands for Military Armament Corporation Model 11. He probably chose that gun because it fits the rhyming pattern, or simply that he was thinking a Mac 11 and it ought to solve the problem of mine. Another reference for you. More street stuff. Pushing packs is a slang for selling drugs, and pumping is a reference to pumping a shotgun. If you follow Jordan Lucas Freestyle from 2017 where he went at Mumble Rappers, that last line could be a continuation of his disdain for Mumble Rappers who have no lyrical skills, yet they go platinum. But Jordan's major hip-hop beef has been with Logic, and Logic had a subliminal line towards him, and he said, talking shit about Logic, I'll never respond, I'll let success talk. So that could be Jordan saying he doesn't care about his success. But in a recent BT Rate The Bar, a YouTube series you should definitely check out, Jordan rated a Logic bar and gave it a 5 out of 5, showing a lot of respect to him. So it's very possible he no longer has ill feelings toward Logic, but with Eminem being cool with Logic, that line may not have anything to do with Logic and really be about mumble rappers, like I said. I'm actually buzzing this time. Straight out of the kitchen, I told him the oven is mine. I do not fuck with you guys. If I don't kill you, just know you're gonna suffer this time. Indeed, coming off his I'm Not Racist song that went viral, and now being on a song with Eminem, he's definitely buzzing right now, meaning he has a lot of people talking about him. But that line has cool references to the kitchen theme. First, Straight Out the Kitchen is a different take on the expression fresh out the oven, which means something brand new or innovative. That's a great way to describe himself since his verse represents the new artist trying to achieve success. Then instead of saying the game is mine, he says the oven is mine to continue the kitchen theme. Plus, if we go back to buzzing this time, that goes with a kitchen timer. That's that device that you crank to set a timer and then it starts buzzing when the timer is over. That was a cool line. And this whole kitchen theme goes with pushing packs because often rappers who talk about selling drugs like crack also talk about being in the kitchen, cooking it. Look like I've been cooking! Shout out to Fat Joe. In the next two lines, he references 12 Days of Christmas. That's an English Christmas carol about gifts given on each day of the 12 Days of Christmas. And a partridge in a pear tree is repeated, so that's why Lucas mentions it. But what I love the most about that part is that he managed to give the lines a kid sing-songy vibe. He did that with the rhyming placement and choosing two-syllable words for the rhyming pattern. So it goes like this. I ain't no gangster, but I got some bangers, some chains and some blades and a couple of knives. Choppers of jammies, the partridge of pear tree, my 12 days of Christmas was nothing but lies. You see what I'm saying with the flow? Just like other parts of the song, his flow also kind of followed the main sound of the track, which is that bell sound. Kitchen and kill. That kit sound lands exactly at the same place in both bars, which is the second and a half beat or the fourth eighth of a bar. And told and no also lands in the same place in both bars. So that's that technical, very precise writing I was talking about. Those lines add to the fact that he's an underdog and didn't have an easy life growing up. So he remakes that Christmas carol with darker objects like chains, blades, and choppers. Choppers being guns. One thing though, as I mentioned, this verse shares some similarities with his Gucci Gang remix. When he said, I ain't no gangsters, but I got some bangers, that's very similar to that line in the remix, raised by the ghetto, know some gangs that'll get him. Anyways, let's continue. 
Hey, just a quick break here to remind you that if you're enjoying this content, like this video and subscribe to my channel. And if you want to show your support, head over to patreon.com slash unabashedlyreggie, only a dollar a month. And one of the perks is that you get to see the full rhyming sheet and sometimes I release extended version of the videos where I cover more lines than the regular ones. So thanks in advance for showing your support. Now let's continue. The following section is the one that I said I had issues with. I run at you hard like a sumo, they say I talk like a chulo, I live in Mars, I'm not Bruno, bitch I'm a dog, call me Cujo, you play your cards, I reverse on you all, and I might just draw a four like Uno, callate boca mejor, little puto, and all of you culo. I'm sad to admit, those bars on a wordplay standpoint had some weak lines. On a rhyming standpoint, I can't complain because you have a threesable rhyming pattern with hard sumo, talk chulo, Mars Bruno, call Cujo, and draw Uno but I run at you hard like a sumo. The disappointing thing about that line is that in that Rate the Bar episode I referenced, he criticized John Cena for rapping, I'm harder than nails. Ain't no way you breaking me, kid. I'm harder than nails. The analogies and metaphors are really weak. I'm harder than nails. Joe Budden said this years ago, and I, I don't know if he's gonna remember this, but he used to, I remember he went off when he started talking about rappers who just, their metaphors are just so weak. They say shit like, I bang like bangers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I move like movers. <laughs> I'm harder than nails. Like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, yeah. This gets a one. I don't like the metaphors and the, the analogies. They're kind of weak. So to me, that's the same level of analogy. I get that he wanted to put in something to fit the rhyming pattern, but I expect a great writer like him to be able to add the, to the rhyming pattern with something more original. Chulo in Spanish can have many meanings depending on the region. The most popular meaning is an adjective that means cute, but here it is used as a noun so it can also mean a cocky person or a pimp, so I'm not sure which of the two Jordan is referencing. So for all my Latin folks out there, let me know in the comments below what you think. I live in Mars, I'm not Bruno. It's also a little bit on the nose. It's a little too plain. Of course, it's a play on the name of Bruno Mars, the singer, but what he's saying though is that he sees himself as being from another planet because he's nothing like his competition, he's above them on a different level. I'm a dog, call me Cujo. Same thing, that line is a bit cliche. Cujo is the name of the 1981 horror novel by Stephen King about a frailly San Bernard dog who becomes murderous after getting rabies from a bat bite. Therefore, Joyner is using that dog's name to say that he's restless and he's killing the game. But the reason why I say it's cliche is because often when rappers make a reference to a dog, they use Cujo. The Uno simile, I did think it was cool. Uno is a card game where the goal is to get rid of all your cards. In that game, you have special cards like the reverse card that changes the order of play, or the draw four, which makes you pick four more cards. So you might think you're about to play your final card and win the game, but then it's no longer your turn or you end up with five cards. If we bring it back to the line, Jordan plays on the expression to play your cards, which means to make the best use of your skills to achieve success, but says it'll treat your attempt like a Uno game. So just when the other rappers think they're good enough and they'll win, he just switches the game on them. Now I did say that some of those wordplays were cliches and often used. Well, apparently those lines are very similar to Ski Mask the Slum God's verse on the 2016 R.I.P. Roach song where he said, Hit my bitch like Bruno, get a bitch wet, no Juno, put it in her mouth like Uno, chest all polo like kudos, dog ass like Cujo. Now did Jonah copy Ski Mask? I don't think he actually did because Trippy Red in his song Shake It Up said this. Put that ass in reverse just like Uno, told her I'm a big dog just like Cujo, sing to that bitch like I'm Bruno. Now those lines are close to Jordan's, right? But that song was released in early August 2018 and Lucky You came out at the end of that same month and was probably recorded before Trippy Red's song was released. And here's another similar line from ASAP Nast in the 2016 song Nasty World. Yo. 
yeah, yo, numero uno. I'm big dog, Cujo slamming rappers like a sumo. So what am I getting at here? Those lines and even rhymes are very generic to the point where different rappers not knowingly have rhymed them with similar wordplays. But I do understand the purpose of that part in the verse. I see that part more as a bridge, a way to cool down and give the listener a breather before the, that rapid fire part. But still, the similes and wordplays should have been better. Honestly, I hate tearing down things or trashing them. Some people have said that all I do is give credit and say that everything's amazing. Well, that's because I'd rather celebrate things that I love instead of focusing on the negative. But here, I felt that I really had to point out those lines because I thought it was a little bit weak. And also, just like the Gucci Gang remix, here we have a line with Spanish words as well. But here's something interesting about what he said. You may have noticed that I skipped the word. That would be the word currently highlighted. That word is basically the Spanish equivalent of the F word, the gay slur. What I find it interesting is that when Eminem was getting bashed for using the F words or freely in fall, no one complained about Jordan using it in Spanish. Plus, in the clean version of Lucky You, that word isn't even censored. My guess is that in the Spanish culture, that word isn't as offensive. The whole line approximately translates to, you better shut your mouth, you F word, you little whore, and all of you assholes are cowards. Moving on to that rapid fire section, which I will do much slowly. The next section has a lot of consonances, and that makes the verse and flow very appealing to the ears. Let's take a look. They've invented a level up in the ghetto to ghetto looking for something I probably can never find now. She get relevant until the beef died down. In truth, it just really want me tied down. In that first line, you have a consonance with the V sound. They've invented a level. And then with the TD sound, shit get relevant until the beef died down. Plus nice use of homophones with ghetto and get old. The first part of that line, I think, is about gentrification, which is the process of renovating a poor neighborhood so that it conforms to the middle class taste. In other words, they will start building condos that the people that were there first can't afford, and people with more money will move in that neighborhood to spend their lives there. That's why a level up to get old, where a level up means both a tall building and also a higher class. Then for the second part of that line, that thing you can probably never find now could be a reference to the intro where he says he'll never get a Grammy. He must feel that now Grammys no longer go to the people who actually deserve it. Shit get relevant until the beef died down. That's him talking about how people get interested in you more when you're involved in a beef and when it's over, you're already talked about. That could definitely be said about MGK, right? <laughs> Next line. I've been alone and I never needed nobody. Notice the successive use of the N sound. Just only me and my shoddy. A shoddy is short for a shotgun. I'll tell the, the light down. Keep all the money I never wanted, the lifestyle. I just pray to God that my son will be all right now. Finally here he tells us that he's about the craft and the money and luxury is not why he does it for it, besides feeding his family. What I liked about that whole section is that all the lines had different ideas in them and it was Jordan giving his point of view by criticizing certain things in today's society. Very thoughtful. And now the final lines of the breakdown. I said ain't no love on the other side or anyone who ever wants smoke. When I die I'm going out as an underdog who never lost hope. You're in the wrong cab, on the wrong path, the wrong way, wrong road. Snakes in the grass, try to slither fast, I just bought a fucking lawnmower. Another case of consonants here with a W sound. Anyone who ever wants smoke when I die. And the emphasis on the W continues by repeating the word wrong a few times in those last lines. With Ain't No Love on the other side, Jonah Lucas is paying homage to Tupac's Only God Can Judge Me, where he says that line. In his song, Tupac said it as he was discussing race relations between white and black people, as well as black on black crime. But here, Jonah is using it to say he won't show mercy to his enemies or people coming at him. But the other side could also mean the non-lyrical rappers and mumble rappers. You know, the ones that Eminem and him are going at. 
And I think that goes with wrong cab, wrong path, wrong road. Those lines are a way of telling them that they don't belong in the rap game, it's the wrong career choice, they simply don't belong in the same lane as rappers. With the closing line, Joyner is giving his literal take on an idiom. That idiom would be snakes in the grass. A snake in the grass is a person who feigns friendship with the intent to deceive. In Lemon's term, that would be a fake ass biatch. But Jonah takes the grass term literally and says he's not worried because he's got a lawnmower to cut the grass and get rid of all the snakes at the same time. And nice five syllable rhymes in the grass strina with slither fast Igis. Great way to conclude his verse, and I think that's a nod to his new mentor who also ended the verse with a similar line. Money will brainwash you and leave your ass mindless, them snakes slither in the grass spineless. Yes, that's from Eminem's Rock Bottom. All in all, kudos to Jonah for that verse. That's it folks, that was my breakdown analysis to Jordan Lucas verse on Lucky You. Remember to like this video and subscribe to my channel and hit the bell to get notified. And if you're a Jordan Lucas fan, let me know in the comments below what other song or verse you would like me to break down and I'll consider it. And like I said, my breakdown of Eminem verse will come out in the next two weeks or so. But if there's a new Eminem verse like I expect to be, I'll have to take a break from that and get right on it. But until then, this has been Unabashed Reggie. Thanks, it's been real.